Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where if Wargaming was easy, it'd be your mom. This is your main host, Bam, here. And I uh, just want to take a couple seconds to remind you of a couple things. The first one is one of our longtime sponsors, Snarky Stangs. Uh, Snarky Stangs has been sponsoring this podcast for years. A great, great dude. Uh, ben Spruce is awesome. Uh, makes good terrain, makes good game aids, uh, makes good products. Like if you just want a beer koozie that has your world eaters on the side of it, he can make you a beer koozie that has world eaters on the side of it. It's a super dope product, super cool stuff. And uh, great stuff to represent your hobby, represent your Warhammer 40K. Uh, check him out. Snarky Sayings. He's on Facebook, also on the Etsy. And uh, contact him directly, and he can make you about anything you want to make. Uh, objective markers, etc., etc., etc. So, again, Ben Spears, Snarky Sayings. Longtime sponsor of the podcast. You should definitely check him out. Tell him the Flying Monkey set you. As towards others supporting the podcast, as our Patreon winners, we did our drawings for February. Um, had some pretty cool stuff, and uh, instead of giving like one big giveaway, everybody wanted to do a bunch of smaller stuff. Uh, so I did a bunch of smaller stuff with the same mo- money, and it uh, seemed like we had more winners that way. So without further ado, the winner of the Salamander's Dice, I had a set of Salamander's Dice from Citadel or Games Workshop. Uh, Rob Arnett won those. Uh, the Imperial Fist Dice. Howard Watts won those. That's funny. Ultramarines player. Um, Dan D out of Arizona won the Iron Hands dice. Bo won the Storm Speeder. Casey Hoyton won a Terminator Squad. And Matt Rundy, that piece of crap, won an Invader ATV. So I will try and get those out in the mail either this weekend or this week, some point in time. Uh, maybe early next week at the latest. We will see how the weeks go. It's been crazy over here, but I will get those items out to you. And congratulations to all those that won. Um, I will gather up some goods for next week, next month's drawing, and uh, we'll do a March giveaway as well for those that are at the $5 or above the uh, the Pooflinger level on the Flying Monkeys Wargaming Patreon. So it helps keep these rolling here, it helps pay the bills, and it helps keep this podcast going week to week. And I appreciate you guys' support week in, week out. And uh, sometimes without a whole lot back, just let me know that uh, we get a little love. It's it's awesome. It's amazing. Also, everybody, real quick, I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, this is pretty important. I'd like to get this rolling. Uh, they sponsored the podcast. They're giving us some free product. I'm probably going to be giving it that way for the Patreons. But Misty Mountain Gaming. Uh, Misty Mountain Gaming. I know that a lot of you guys are tabletop board gamers, but a lot of you have RPG hobbies on the side. Uh, they do do some cool D6 designs. They do some other game aids that are pretty cool. But we have a code. It's code FLYING15. If you use code FLYING15 at Misty Mountain Gaming, you'll get 15% off of everything. That's 15%. That's a pretty good discount. And they have some premium, high-quality dice, a whole bunch of, like, game bags, you know, just journals, uh, logs, things that are dope. Uh, use them RPGs, tabletop wargaming. Uh, but Misty Mountain Gaming, we're, we're pretty cool, pretty happy to have them on as a sponsor of the podcast. So if you guys could show them a little love and you go spend uh, a little bit of money on some dice, I actually get a little bit back from that. So it'd be cool if you guys could do that and show them that we have a good audience, that we have uh, have support. So and maybe it'll bring some more sponsorship in the future. So Misty Mountain Gaming, use code FLYING15 and get 15% off your purchase. And I think I'm done talking about sponsors now. So here's talk about the episode. 
And this episode, uh, no, no Sean Dilly this week when we recorded. Uh, he had to do the adult thing and work, uh, but it was Dan and Scott and myself. And we just talk 40K and we talk about what we've been up to, what's been going on. Talk a little bit about the, the guard FAQ or the lack of FAQ and how it affects guard or astromilitarum as they are affectionately known now. And that's what this episode consists of. So we will be back next week and uh, hopefully have some cool topics. But in the meantime, enjoy this episode. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast. Where for gaming was easy, it'd be your mom. Uh, this is the first episode of March. Uh, I owe some Patreon drawings for uh, for this uh, last February. I will get those done this weekend and post it up on the Patreon. And uh, my video just went crazy. Is it crazy on you guys' end? Yeah, just a little bit. Okay, man, it's like psychedelic. Like I hit some shrooms or something coming up here. <laughs> right, dude. Uh, all right, I'm gonna shut off my video. Oh, there we go. We're back. So uh, this uh, last weekend we had Cherokee Open, uh, kind of a unique uh, situation to see, you know, big numbers and the arcs of omens paid out. We got some feedback from that. And then uh, we had a, had a guard FAQ drop. What else has happened this week that you guys remember in the, the 40K land? Not a uh, lot, dude. Not much. Nothing. Nothing significant. Besides what you announced, yeah. Guard FAQ was great. Yeah. And uh, had a the World Leaders books dropped the last couple of weeks. So guys, begin games in with those. And uh, how's House Cookie loving life up there with the World Leaders, Dan? Oh, he's liking it. I've, I've got a <laughs> bunch of his models on base coding for him. So yeah, we have a few of our locals here. They're having a good time with them. And uh, it's those eight bound being three to a box. I have uh, I've sold quite a bit of eight bound at three to a box. <laughs> so, it's, it's uh it's crazy. I actually I actually got a restock in in a decent amount of time. So that gave me some some optimistic hope for the future that maybe some things in their warehouse are getting figured out and we'll start getting product on time. So that's good. Meanwhile, I still got outstanding orders from December and November, but whatever. So <laughs> it's. Uh, so, uh, I guess as far as hobby time, I, I think I showed you guys, uh, instead of plucking off arms of Wolfguard and, and old jump packs of stuff, I, uh, I just went ahead and built a whole bunch of new Swift Claws and a whole bunch of new Wolfguard. We're right. All right. Yeah. Got these really nice, uh, jump packs with runes on them to put on them. And, uh, what I did for the Wolfguard, which is kind of cool is they have, you know, the Sanguinary Guard have like that single barrel jump pack with the wings on the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I found a single barrel jump pack that like had runes on it. And uh, so I'm okay. using just that one on the wolf guard. And then on the swift claws, they have the more like traditional style or not the wolf claws, but the sky claws that got the more traditional style jump pack. And so like, it looks really cool until I think about painting those runes on them motherfuckers. And so, so <laughs> but uh, it, it actually looks really dope. And then I used uh, the horse heresy bodies cause they're a bit taller. So they don't look like, you know, dwarfism marines you know against the the primary stuff they're about the same scale yeah about the same size so they they actually look pretty solid and but the kits i used a whole bunch of stuff i used bits you know like axes out of wolfing kits that i had you know power fist out of the old space marine kit and um you know most of them were wearing the beaky helmets but uh, i'm pretty excited to start getting some paint on them because we got a gt coming up next month that i'm gonna make sure you know, I got my stuff lined out for at least where it's it's presentable for a GT, and I won't get my models pulled. So, yeah, Free State, I got the go ahead to go go to that one as well. So I'm pretty excited. 
Good man. I'm glad Dan's gonna be there. Continue yeah, his yeah, reign so. of terror. No, he's not gonna. Uh, win. Yeah, the. I mean, it depends a lot on. I think the player that showed. We'll talk about it later, but depends on who drops first on player play strain. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. That's what. That's what a lot of these games come down to. Yeah. Sadly. I. Uh, that's the one thing I don't like about player play strain, man. I just. Uh, I like good terrain, and I like good terrain set by the TOs. And you know, I'll play any way they want us to play. But it's—I think there's a huge advantage to getting dropped that first piece. It's, uh, oh, it's yeah. Dan's like, I, I guess I'll put a crate in the fucking center of the board. Yeah, me. That's yeah. a me. Me and Cookie basically decided if we play like it. Really, it literally just <laughs> mostly comes down to who goes, who drops the first piece of terrain. <laughs> yeah. Is is the middle objective open, or can you hide on it? You know. Yeah, we so. play. You play. You hope you play them on someone that doesn't have a middle objective. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even the ones that don't have middle objectives, like uh, some of those, you can just you can with player place, you can hide on all three of them. So yeah, well, yeah. It's uh, it's very true. Yeah, and uh, so that's my hobby, and I've been up to, and I went and uh, I dug a can. I, I really used to dig the Army Painter uh, Wolf Gray because it was pretty close to the Space Marine. Uh, there was Space Wolf armor. And I had a can I've been sitting on for a minute, and I went and got it out of the garage, and it uh, it was ruined. So, and then my, I'm out of it. The other shops are out of it. So, I'm gonna have to get out my airbrush and actually clean that motherfucker and find a way to. I ended up I'm gonna base coat them with my airbrush, which is what I was trying to avoid to save time. So, um, yeah, they'll they'll actually look better, and it's forcing me to not be lazy. So, and I've got some games in. I uh, I had an RTT on Saturday. And uh, I started out, you know, on a reign of terror, man. I played uh, one of our guys, Kevin, he had Votan. And he was running, like, the the double fortress with the Saggy and, you know, bikes and berserks. And yep. I put it on him, I think, like, 92 to 10. I think it was the score. And uh, he picked Ancestors. And I guess Ancestors takes points off if you don't get it yep. or something. Correct. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, he picked ancestors, and like he never even got past middle of the board, and uh, it was it was pretty dominating. Uh, and in round two, I had Chaos Knights, and I think I beat Chaos Knights like ninety seven to twenty something. And that feels good. It does, and yeah, that round I got some bad news, man. Like, uh, I guess kind of this this off topic, but you know, you guys hear Scott say all the time, "Tell your homies you love them." You know, like, you absolutely should tell your homies you love them. I had one of my friend's wife call me in the middle of the tournament and uh, tell me that one of my buddies I grew up with committed suicide. And, you know, I uh, I finished up my game that I was in, and I appreciate Charles for being patient with me. You know, I had to go outside and take some phone calls, and uh, my phone was blowing up because people were getting the word and getting back with me. And, you know, Charles uh, was absolutely a class act and being patient with me getting through that. And... Got our game done, and I, I packed up and went home to to go handle some business with it. And you know, so I didn't finish the tournament. I wound up dropping and uh, finished it out two and zero. Oh, and you know, it was a good day of gaming up to that point. But um, I had no idea my friend was in that state. And uh, you know, I wish I'd have maybe reached out a little bit more, and I did. But uh, you know, you can't make decisions for other people. And you know, I wish I'd have maybe told him I loved him one more time. So. You know, tell your tell your buddies you love them. <laughs> so, like Scott sure, out every sure. show. So, and that's been my games. Uh, that's been my hobby. 
And uh, my next, like I said, my next event, I'm trying to get geared up to be to be ready for Free State. So I'm looking forward to that weekend because I know you clowns will be up there. So for sure, that's for what sure. takes away. Yeah. So what about your hot time? Dota time? What's that? Is it two weeks away? It's like the 18th, two right? Weeks, yeah, two weeks from yeah. this weekend. And lists lists are due on the sixth. So what's that? Don't Monday. Shit. Yeah, don't let that sneak up on you because you know Dan will be watching at midnight. No, I didn't. I I didn't even know when lists were due. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I literally looked. I looked at the player pack and I didn't see it in there. Yeah. So I I just they they there was something they like they weren't they were like they made some like we're gonna like basically it read to me like they weren't even cutting off for like fact or rules and stuff, which seems a little crazy if lists were locked. Yeah, I had to get clarification because I. Uh... I wasn't going to go with the, the way they worded that you can't hold objectives being inside a terrain. Uh, they basically clarified that that was for magic boxes, which they're, I guess they're going to try oh, yeah. not have magic boxes on the table. And w- once they said it wasn't for like all the regular terrain, it was more for magic boxes. I was like, okay, cool. I can, I can do this. So no, they should I honestly change, haven't looked at the fucking word of it either. I, le- I well, the first, they told me in a, in a Facebook message. They told me first floor was line of sight blocked, but I didn't see that in the pack either. Yeah. So, well, good. That that makes me happy too. If they if they told you that, so. No, but, it's not in the pack. We're not doing it. Sorry. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> Fucking. So I'm gonna bring eight Lehman Russes. <laughs> so, good. You no. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first. So. <laughs> yeah. All five times, beach. Yeah. I've never went first in all five games of the tournament in the history of ever, and I've been playing this game since 1994. Damn fucking salmons! Yeah, so, you know, uh, I like I said, good. You know, I don't. I can go second every game. Just let me drop that first piece of train. I'll be fine with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. I started. I started getting on the Scott. What have you been up to, Scott? Oh shit! Not too much, man. Uh, I actually got those uh, those uh, strike squads you sent me, and. Uh, I got most of the, I got all 40 legs and, uh, you know, like uh, torsos built yeah. and just put on a base already. I I, to, I, I opened so. two of those packages and stuffed them in there because so they would fit. I didn't give a fuck, dude. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. I don't have to, one less thing I have to cut open. Yeah. So I figured you wouldn't mind because I couldn't get them to, the next size box was like six bucks more. So I was like, oh, no, I'm cheaping this one out. Scott ain't going to yell at me. Yeah. You're so. like, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm not picky. I'm not picky about it. Good man, I talked over you, dude. What else were you saying? Oh no, no, not too much games. I played. I played one game against uh, my buddy Ryan's GST uh, with with Green Knights, and it was uh, pretty interesting. I lost ninety ninety two first game, so it was it was interesting. I, I think it has some play in at least GSC, so we'll see if it has uh, any 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 merit in any, any any other armies. So we'll see. Cool. What about you, Dan? What, what uh, hobby time? Game time? Base uh, coat and cookies models? Yeah, basically in base coat and cookies models. This is a lazy bitch. So, uh, I'm glad I, to hear that fool back in well, the You're just a good man. friend, Dan. Yeah, and, and like I started doing it, and then like immediately like this sucks. So, <laughs> so I gotta I gotta turn him back over so he can get him three color painted. So, but like some of those like some the exalted eight bound. Those are like what I started. I started like uh, base coat two of them with the airbrush, and then I like stopped. And I was like, I I, I messaged him. I was like, if you want to get these three color painted, you could get them three color with the airbrush, fine. But if you actually want to paint them easier, 
I don't think you really want to airbrush these because they got so much like they're like half metal and half flesh. Like they got yeah. so many fleshy, they have so many like non-red bits on them that it just looks like a fucking. Yeah, you know, some of them are are more than other ones, but definitely some of these are pretty heavy. Uh, a lot of other other colors on them, so it's kind of a weird, a weird one. So. No, that's nice all. Guy, I've, that's nice all guy. I've been doing is that basically. I'm working a shitload. Nah. I'm trying that to fix funny. his rhino right now. He's got a stupid rhino that's got like a bad spot on it. I'm trying to find some kind of bit to cover it up. Bondo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't have. I don't have lots of chaos bits. I don't have lots of chaos bits. So. I I don't know. I can dig. If you send me a picture, I might be able to come up with something for you. I'm well, sitting I mean, on I, like a, a truckload of chaos bits, so it's it's more. Uh, I can, I just don't want to. I just want to be done with it tonight. <laughs> oh, do, a, <laughs> like, do a fucked up storm shield on it or some yeah, kind of shield. Yeah, I could have printed something off, but I just been too bit. Like I've been getting fucked at work, so just fill just fill it with skulls, man. It's the that's that that's, that's what I was gonna do probably. Yeah, or just put a fuck ton of paint on it. <laughs> well, it's missing the it's missing the like a little scratch in the front, but then the the top, uh, the circular part that thing. Okay. So it used to be a Razorback. It looks like. Ah. Yeah. God damn, fucking cookie. Yep. Dude, I'm glad yeah, he's, he's I'm uh, glad he's back in the hobby though, man. I like Alex. Like just, just put a base on top of it. I should. Yeah. No, he's been he's been digging world eaters and. And uh, he's been he he wants to play uh, he, like he likes Angron, but it's, he knows it's not like the right choice. So yeah, I uh, what's funny about that world eater stuff, man, is I uh, I put that pre the pre order stuff well up ahead of time, and I ordered a whole bunch of extra stuff and like asked a whole bunch of people I knew were interested, like, hey man, you know, you sure you got everything you need? Sure you got everything you need? You know, and everybody was like, yeah, 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 and then book drops everything comes out everything gets sold and then all of a sudden like people are coming to the store like you know tyrone biggins itching their neck like hey man y'all got any more <laughs> you know like just... well, most most people didn't buy like all they needed they just bought some and then it's like it's like you know, three of those boxes motherfucker. yeah it's yes. like shit we need i got a turret coming up i need more yeah and uh my dude alan he went full retard he, he ordered six boxes so <laughs> Yeah. Well, he just knew. He just fucking yeah, he knew. knew. He's like, I'm gonna fucking need some of these. But uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a cool kit. If you look at the models, they're actually cool when they're built. Yeah, they look I like mean, a, they look like a bitch to paint, though. Yeah, they. I'm so glad I'm not painting those things. So like, <laughs> they're gonna look cool when they're done. But man, they look, they look rough. Yeah. Well, uh, so we had a big event. We had a big major, uh, Cherokee Open. Uh, I know War Games live streamed it, so it's probably one of the best streams out there for watching games. And actually, they had a lot of the a lot of the better games on there. I think, or some of the games of interest on there were pretty cool and uh, and and worth a watch. Uh, what was uh, Scott? What were your thoughts, man? Well, as far as like the meta and how it shaped up, what what do you think initially? I thought it was pretty interesting. I mean, there was some fucking you know clear. Clear winners, obviously. Uh, that Dark Angel list was pretty strong. Uh, I thought Brett Chester's list take on Wolves was pretty interesting uh, as well. But, uh, I mean, it seemed like Marines didn't play like Marines necessarily play. 
And then it also felt like a like a lot of things were just reverting to shooting a little bit in my my my, my eyes. So it was kind of a little bit a little bit stale, but oh well. All right, I, I kind of got a different take, but I'll get to mine last. So we'll we'll see. Uh, Dan, what about you? I it's it's a meta. I people are jerking off saying it's like the best that forty k has ever been. It is certainly not. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not super enthused about it one way or the other. So, I think there's a lot of, like dark, like there's just I don't know those like the, the win like the more armies are winning right now, but the like, the balance in the game is pretty, feels like even more rock paper scissors in a lot of ways than it used to be. So, well, the uh, Necron play was a total Chad, by the way. <laughs> Three minus three obelisks, dude. Ooh, Corey, Corey, yeah, right, dude. It wasn't. There's another. There's another superstar of the meta, dude. Just predicting the shit right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he rocked that at LVO, man. So that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I actually, man, I was I was happy to see the armies that were there. So maybe I'm. I'm wearing rose-colored glasses for 40k right now, but I I dug seeing like different armies up there and in contention. You know, I like seeing like dude. And if you think about like a space wolves versus dark angels for the final, that's actually kind of lore specific. You know, like yeah. So I was able to dig into that, and probably some of that was space boy fanboy. You know, space wolves fanboy. Uh, I I didn't really. Uh, oh, is it Thomas Bird? Uh, Thomas Bird out of uh, he's on the East Coast somewhere, but he made a pretty good run with Votan. Yeah, George, uh, Georgia or something like that. I think. Yeah, Maybe he made, You know, I was impressed with that because I just don't think that army's that good right now. And like he he played the shit out of it, man. Yeah, had some had some wins under his belt. Did really good with it. And so I was uh, what's that? That dude can pick an army and fucking and know knows how yeah. to play it. So like I've seen him. Well, he's he's a hell of a player too. So I mean, yeah. I don't want to take that away from him, but. uh I think he he was piloting that well above what I felt like its water level should have been, and it was, it was cool to see that. Like, uh, and everyone's going on about Brad playing wolves, and and I do not want to take away from Brad Chester's playability. I think Brad's a, a better player than I am, probably in a lot of ways, and uh, you know he's he's one of the greats. Always ends up on those top tables, but I don't think he fully understood like what you could or couldn't do with Space Wolves. You know, and it kind of it kind of showed a little bit, you know. And I his list might have been more based on like what he had available versus what he would have. It was preferred. Yeah, it um, was. He said. I said that. Did well, he? I mean, okay. saw his army too. Like yeah. it was eighty-five different fucking marines from eighty-five he, different chapters. He basically yeah. said he's switching switching it to triple long fangs, triple skyclaw, triple wolf, and triple wolf guard. Yeah, uh, that's where all the yep. spins <laughs> with, with, with all the free with all the free fucking Melta. Yeah, shit yep. now. yeah, it's uh, it's that's about where all of us have been. So it's uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that then because I was kind of I thought it was just kind of some peculiar choices. You know, the the Terminators are kind of tough because they just you can't get them where you want them at most instances, and and it, he did use long things a little bit differently, and I thought I would, but it's how to use them. I think he outflanked him, you know, and, hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I like that 48 inch range. I think, you know, outflank or you can out, outrange a lot of the stuff in the game. 
And, uh, you know, I wasn't a fan of the suppressors. The the thing I don't like about suppressors where... That was like the number one thing he said he hated. <laughs> yeah, well, he brought him supposedly shut down Overwatch. But the thing is, is like suppressors only shut down Overwatch on infantry. You know, so it does nothing for that land fortress. You know, it does nothing for that Iron Hands list. If it's, you know, if there's vehicles or dreadnoughts involved, it's, uh, you know, the, the suppressors don't do shit for that. You know, and I, I keep writing these lists and debate and ditching the Libby, but like having that murderous hurricane in your pocket is pretty dope. You know, to, yes. To, yeah. To get off on that key charge. And, uh, well, and with thousands of flamers, you know, kind of going away a little bit, you know, it, it, you, you can, not worry about needing to take aboard the witch every other game when you're when yeah. that's in the meta, you know. And I, I well, shit, I take aboard against Thousand Suns, and I never seemed to. It always seemed like a trap for me, anyway. So it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just uh, well, that's good to know. I uh, I like seeing him give it a go, man. It was cool to see wolves up there hanging with the big dogs, so to speak, and uh, it encouraged me to keep doing what I'm doing because. <laughs> I just, uh, I think wolves. You got those models. Spot. I do, man, and uh, <laughs> I think I think space wolves are actually in a good spot for once. So I'm pretty happy about that, and I'm probably gonna go to the GT this month and shit the bed and like completely be fucking sad the next podcast after. But in the meantime, you know, it's we're gonna it's play. Tough. I'm gonna talk shit the whole time. Then I'm gonna beat Dan's ass. Yes, yeah, do it, do it. <laughs> you just gonna concede if I get train dropped though? <laughs> well, probably, but you know, yes. we're not gonna go there, okay? I'm gonna roll the better dice. Yeah, Dan. Dan rolls, puts a piece of train down. Scott's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go drink this whiskey." GG. <laughs> <laughs> Good game. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I liked it. I, I thought it was cool to see, and uh, you know, I know that Cherokee Open tournament's kind of in the middle of nowhere, but it seems like the the attendance's been pretty good, and uh, you know, FLG did some stuff a little bit different for it that seemed to, the players seemed to enjoy. Um, yeah, I might try to hit it at some point in time, see what it's about. Well, don't everybody talk at once, so. Oh, you know, fuck off. Yeah. But I think the, uh, I mean, it's a good fly-in spot, right? It's gonna, it, it is at a casino, correct, right? Like, I mean, well, that, it's not a fly-in. You got to, like, fly near and then drive. Not that far, right? I mean, or is it like a 45-minute drive? Uh, I, I, it's. I don't know. It's it's long enough. People complain about it. That's all I remember. <laughs> Dan's like everybody else complains, so about. I'm going to complain. <laughs> uh, man, I guess as far as uh, as far as news, also the the guard the guard FAQ finally made it, or lack of finally finally made it. So. Uh, so Dan did point out that that Creed got nerfed, which is kind of. Uh, kind of a big deal. Like the Creed buff was pretty insane. I guess I guess orders. let's explain that. Let's let's break it down Barney style then and explain that because I I, I have not read that book. I haven't been through that book. So uh, so so basically, you could stack orders and there's like one order called Take Aim because you like plus one strength and something else maybe, and you could stack hit. it right and you can cast it. You could cast it three times and make like mortars strength eight. Or well, seven or something. There's like that. two. There's two abuses of it. You could you could arguably stack it, which anyone who's doing that is an idiot. Um, because <laughs> yeah. you could do like you could do it raw, with like a, the fucker. Do, now I don't even know if it worked raw, but take aim. <laughs> you could like you could do three orders ending with take aim. So, but basically they were stacking it so plus three strength and then getting the order that you wanted. And then the other version of it was 
you have like three mortar squads near each other and you, you put uh you know you put a crappy order on one unit you put a crappy order on the other unit that's giving them plus one strength and on the third unit in the middle you do take aim and give so it gives them all the plus one strength by being ordered by her but then the third order splashes onto the other two so then you have the strength buff on all three of the mortars with all of them having the buff and they basically just nerfed that basically said so you can only be direct only only the direct order that they get from her uh is 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 get, gets the strength buff you can't get it off or if you if you override that order you lose the strength buff which basically means that she can order with with what you're ordering for your mortars your infantry squads being take aim your basically means only one of your indirect or one of your one of your units is getting take aim and the strength buff so that's basically what it means and actually, what it means is that you don't take her anymore. You just take something cheaper. Correct. So, yes. Yeah. I wasn't even taking her in my list because I tried her once. Points. Yeah, I tried her once, and in in guard, I'm like, eight, like, like I could take her, or I could take like a sentinel and a commander. Like I'll take yeah. the sentinel and the commander over just her. So get a little more utility out of out, out of yep. that. Yep. So why do you think they? Uh... What do you think the thought process there was and and going through and messing with that and like completely disregarding the the Kazakhan thing? Because the Kazakhan thing is not a the first FAQ 99% of the time is just like wording clarifications. It's not a it's not a, a buff or a nerf or something like that, which was with the Kazakhan. There's nothing wording wrong with the Kazakhan strat, so they're just it'll be addressed to the second FAQ or something like that. So I didn't think it was ever going to be addressed in this thing. So, you know, so I'm not surprised about it. That's why everything they, it's always, it's always just wordings like, Oh, this is, we're just clarifying the wording on this or whatever. And it's, it's, with the, with the new menace of Marines though, do you think the Kashkins needed to get, uh, fuck no. Nerfed? I agree. I agree. I think. I think honestly, it's a good little tool that they have. And Garter, can... Garter, one of the only armies potentially holding back the tide of the Dark Angels. So, yeah. And even even then, it's it's massively dependent on the train. So, I don't think. I don't think. Uh, I don't think the caster can. And here's the thing too: is like that's the in reality the amount of caster that are getting the like the eighteen oral wounds. Is really only the teleport unit. The rest of the Kazakhan just don't do. They it's hard. They just to dump string a unit a turn. Yeah, they they, they they just they're just not getting the split fire, and they're not getting enough targets to do that same thing. So, like I've been I've been testing lists with only two Kazakhan units in it. So, and that's even after testing lists with three Kazakhan units and and like getting making the third one to mechanize with the transport to get value out of it. And it's still like it's just you don't you just don't get enough for for that many points. You're not getting the value out of it compared to the other units. It's kind of not worth it. Yeah, I agree. But anyway, that makes sense. And then two infantry. You know, you can't take two plasma guns and infantry squads. That was another big one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know who was abusing that one or why they'd abuse that one, but I mean, I was using it, but. Most of my infantry right. barely did anything. Of course, like, Dan was fine. the amount. The amount of everyone, everyone was taking double plasma. The amount of times that my infantry, the double plasma mattered is fucking hardly ever. So, yeah, it mattered when you had to take morale. 
not even not even that. Like, because the guard, they just go out there and they die. So, you know, I, it, it losing that changes nothing. So, it probably it probably is better because then you could just take a melt a gun and then when you move 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 and advance them, you still get a shot. Yeah. So, but it's hit on five. So, whoop de do. <laughs> oh boy, Dan, you're such an optimist. I love it. Yeah. So, so what, you, what are you playing Freeze Day? Yeah, what are you, you thinking, motherfucker? I mean, look, it ain't gonna be orcs. Uh, the so here's my issue is, I mean, I've, I could do knights, but the Free State terrain, Free State more than like even probably more than FLG, like first drop matters a lot because they have the terrain they have. So like knights don't seem appealing. Eldar, it's Eldar, uh, I don't think I have the right stuff painted for Eldar. I don't have any time to paint is my problem. So I I could do guard. There's a lot of excuses here, man. Yeah, I might. I probably, I, high chance I'm doing guard. Maybe I could do Drakari. I think Drakari have got some game, especially on that train. Um, and then my, my Marines, I don't I don't know if I have the right Marine stuff painted. And, and I was thinking about it, like, I would rather play a guard mirror match than a Marine mirror match. Like... <laughs> I think I think I'd want to, if I was playing like Dark Angels or something I'd want to shoot myself rather than play that mirror match. That sounds like <laughs> that's like the reason in my opinion to not play Dark Angels is that mirror match sounds like the worst thing I've ever heard of. I'm transhuman. I'm transhuman. I have a four pinball. So do I. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I hit you on fours. I hit you on threes. Oh wow, that's a. <laughs> I move five inches. I move five inches. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that. That that's uh, I'd rather play the guard mirror match than that. So, so I'd say I'm probably probably leaning towards guard. I I need a. I've had some Jakari ideas running around in my mind, and just because like was it the Blood Brides like the Blood Brides point for point fuck up Dark Angels. It seems saucy right now. Yeah. So and then especially with that train, uh, you can get some good staging areas for them, and they're so fast. <laughs> so. I don't know. I've been thinking about it, but I have not. You won't. I haven't finished the thought. You won't. I could. I gotta you look at their. Though. I gotta look at their secondaries. It's maybe. So. It's it's a maybe. I I, I don't know. Can it just kind of comes down? You have the blood brides who can fuck up a unit of uh, terminators, but I don't know if you have enough other shit that can also fuck up terminators. How many use blood bites can you take? That's just a ten man. Yeah, but they're like I don't know. They're like a little over hundred points, and they're like AP. Are they AP like three base? I think. And then like yeah, but this the succubus too though can do some work into yeah. like a, if, you, if you can get something down to like a you know a six man or five man. Get some mortals in there. Yeah. So yeah, and then they and have Jazar is still a fucking tank, bro. Well, Jazar is still good, and they have the, they have fight last ability, and yep. they don't like fight last. So that's like that's the one thing Dark Angels do not like is fight last. So, so I I, I think that I think there's a Jakari list, um, and I have, have pretty much everything for Jakari painted, and and I think a lot of people are running that free uh, patrol of Harlequins with them. All I'm saying is you won't. I if I can write a good list, I will do it. So, because even like uh, what's the uh, 
there's that person probably coming uh, from Texas who's I assume he's bringing like all the mortars and the indirect list. Like, I still think even like Drakari, if they went first, are fine in that matchup. Who's that? Brett? No, uh, Nathaniel Borge or whatever. He was signed up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was the one who run that Texas event with like the Earthshaker carriage batteries and the quad batteries and the mortars and the sentinels. Basically, just, it, it, I, I don't think the only infantry he had in his list was uh, three mortar squads. Everything else was artillery and a couple tanks and sentinels. So, hell yeah, brother! <laughs> just the beef. That sounds real <laughs> exciting. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay, fuck it. Yeah, I'm not going to move anything. I'm just going to roll these dice at you. So <sighs> I don't mind it when someone out masks me. I'm not good at that shit anyways. <laughs> not good at math. But what are you going to play? What are you playing, Scott? Yeah, Scott, you've been uh, super secret about your shit, yeah. man. What you got going if on? I, if, 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 I can, if I can get all the Grey Knights built, I'm going to play Grey Knights. Uh, otherwise, okay. I'm just going to play some buck round list that is pretty straightforward from Salamanders. Nice. Just a random block of terminators, just just some random shit. Aggressors, Nothing exciting. Yes, all the aggressors kill the terminators with masses amounts of of flamer shots. I hope you don't roll any ones. I hope you roll lots of ones, baby. <laughs> yeah, but not enough, bro. I have to kill fucking ten terminators. Eventually, eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is a there is not Salamander. I don't know if Salamander can do it, but. You can run uh, Iron Hands Vanguard Vets and with, with Lightning Claws, and those <laughs> we're doing a league right now. <laughs> My next matchup is against guys playing all Dark Angel Terminators. So I was like, hmm, what's... And I'm, I'm, I'm locking the Marines, but we can switch our lists. And yeah. so so I was like, what kills Dark Angel Terminators best? And I was like, how about 20 Iron Hands Vanguard Vets and I have 6 CP to dump into them? Like, I'm not <laughs> spending any CP pregame, because those... Those right there, like, because you, you can uh, chapter mass them to reroll hits and then do the exploding uh, whirlwind or whatever. logic or whatever it is, yeah. Yeah, so you get, like, the double exploding with full rerolls to hit and wound. Fuck your transhuman, you know, and you spend 2 CP to put him in a... Um, assault uh, doctrine. Assault, yeah. So, that's kind of cute. Bam, do you know the Wolfen trick with Codex Warfare? Late on. Well, yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, to answer the question of, of how loyal of a space wolf is Bam. Hang on, well, me, uh, I'm guilty on my phone. So here. they're always in the assault doctrine. So if they kill something <laughs> in the devastator doctrine, they still get points for assault and devastator, or no, or just assault now, doctrine. I need to pull up the exact wording because it's kind of dumb. I, I don't think they do because I read it the other day, and it seems uh, score one victory point for each unit, enemy unit that was destroyed as a result of an attack, mainly of attack made by a pistol or melee weapon. By a discharged unit from your army while the assault doctrine was active for your army. Okay. This is for your army. For your army, that's what Codex Warfare says? Yes. Here's what Space Wolf says <laughs> Each time you make an attack for a model in this unit, if your army benefits from combat doctrines, the assault doctrine is treated as being active for your army for that attack. Ooh-hoo. So, Ooh-hoo. Space. Yeah. So, Wolfen. Uh, count as basically would actually score codex warfare melee wise or whatever oh. like yeah he's right he's i think right. i just came <laughs> <laughs> so that you know makes... what's funny is is i've actually i've already been picking codex warfare 
And I've just been doing it to see how I do, like moving my doctrines along. Yeah. yeah. And I've still been scoring between like nine and 12 points a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and I've made my money when I get into salt doctrine, anyways. Yep. So, like, it, it's, oh, man. So, yeah. like, turn you one, I can get that. I turn one and two. Yep. So, I can get those devastator point, doctrine points and uh, and those assault doctrine points at the same time. You, so, don't, you, you won't yeah. get devastator because it still has to be, like, by a heavy weapon, right? But, like, you get assault. No, but he means, like, turn, like, so like, like turn one, turn with, one with long flames go off, yeah. right? Yeah, and so True. if I go get, then I go get some hot True. karate going somewhere on the board. Same time. Was there a way to make Wolfen advance and charge, or am I just losing it? No, there's not. The, they, used, the, they used to naturally come with it on their data slate in eighth edition, but they took it yeah. away from them. Oh, and Hunter doesn't. It only gives it to core and character. Yeah, Hunter Hunter's core and character. So uh, oh, okay, yeah, that dude. I've kind of been using. I put a. I've been using Hunter. On my uh, bike captain, <laughs> and I've been putting rights of war on him, and uh, that motherfucker like being able to zoom somewhere twenty one inches away and steal an objective from somebody. The look on their face is kind of cool, like yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> like so. I, it's kind of cool, I, you know. Yeah, I've done that a couple of times. Like, and then he can advance and charge, and he can fall back and charge. So if you get him into something, you know, and he kills three or four models or whatever, and counts as two models holding the objective. With obsec, like he's he's dope, and then you can just like fall back and go do it somewhere else, or go, you know, if you keep him alive. It's been it's been interesting. I've you know because I've I've I love the Smash Chaplain, but I just haven't been running him lately. I've been uh, I I've, I've been running just a jump pack Chaplain, and just yeah. getting mechanical hate, and just seeing what happens. And because uh, like what I've been doing is like I've been reserving most of my Wolf Guard because all my Wolf Guard have Kami Melta, so. It's it's fifteen combi melta shots coming on the board turn two, and you know speaking of Codex Warfare, but uh, it's uh, yeah. um, and even then when they drop in, you know, being able to get the plus two on the charge, in addition to, um, you know all the all the combi melta shots, and I've been I've been putting the combi meltas into one target and charging another, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So it's been. I've been using my chaplain a little bit differently. My chaplain's been more of a buffing chaplain. And then my captain, instead of, you know, Leroy Jenkins getting him stuck into something, I've been, you know, trying to score points with him. And it's actually been kind of fun. So taking them small units with him and shit. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, and, and some people do stuff like, you know, they'll have a deep striking unit that they'll, they'll put on some objective somewhere and try and steal it from you. You know, if the captain can go over there and they're not obstet and he can go beat a couple of them. You know, then you basically steal the objective back. And it's uh, it's pretty cool. So a lot of these, it's 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 a pain in the ass to these people that run a lot of MSU stuff like that that can steal objectives. So, but I don't know. I've been playing with it. and I like it, and uh, you know, I've got enough stuff doing Leroy Jenkins in the in the list that like the characters kind of scoring points in the background is kind of cool. So yeah, and I've also I've I've been playing around with the shenanigans with the. Uh, the Phobos Librarian. Um, I've given the Phobos Librarian the Warlord trait of you can't shoot him unless he's the closest available target. Yep. And so Lord it doesn't matter. Or whatever. Yeah, and so like sometimes like it doesn't matter if he's lookout cert or not. You know, I've got so much stuff downrange, I'll just put him on like that center objective and someone will be like, I'm going to shoot that guy. And it's like, nope. You know, it's like you got to clear all four of these units in your face off before you can even throw a shot at him. So... Um, I, I've done that a couple times and been able to score points on the center objective and 
just be like, and I've thought about that was like, that might be a way to like, fuck you on some of the, you know, where there's, where someone does put the crater in the middle of the board, you know, or someone does put the train piece out there where you can't get to the center without any kind of train feature to block, you know, that if, if all this stuff is deep struck and, you know, he's out there, you know, they got to clear all that stuff off the board before you can even shoot at him. So it's a, I've been playing with that and thinking that's a way to score some points sometimes too. But, you know, I think it's sometimes it gets a smart player. It might not be able to pull it off, but I guess someone without a greatest skill set, it kind of, it works sometimes. I got the perfect model to kill him. <laughs> Do you? The perfect. You probably, you, I, got some? you know what I've been using? What's that? The one man army, baby. Oh, Sop. Slime Marbo. I swear to God. <laughs> I played against Cookie's. Uh, or, uh, I played against was it Cookie. No, yeah, Cookie, I did it one time. Uh, Slime Marbo comes on like turn two. Uh, and I think he only had a spawn on his on his objective, holding his objective in his backfield. Pop, pop, dead. <laughs> Killed his spawn. <laughs> Get the fuck out of and here. then and then he he could pull him off the board. So I pulled him off the board. Turn three, he only had a rhino on his objective. Marbo comes on, makes the charge, <laughs> steals his objective again. Oh, so fuck, he dude. he ended up having to kill like I um. Uh, he tried locking Marbo in combat with some world eater bullshit. Uh, it didn't work, and so Marbo got away and was still con- basically going to contest the objective again. But he had a he had a baby knight that he blew up, uh, auto exploded it, and <laughs> took the last wound off Marbo because Marbo was being such a dick. <laughs> he said, "Fuck this guy, dude." Yeah, for fifty points, dude, he's pretty fucking fun. Like he yeah. dies, he dies real easy, but he's he's kind of hilarious, and he's he's not like. He's cheaper than an infantry squad, and like he's actually weird because he opens up. Uh, and like, if I played against like uh, somebody who killed all my infantry because I have that much, I can just keep Marbo by like behind an officer, and he's a character, so you can't shoot him. So you like put him behind a tank or something, and he counts as he basically would score me inflexible command and boots on the ground. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's that's nifty. Yeah, so he's a little tech piece, but for fifteen, I like that model too. He's a cool yeah. fucking model. Yeah. yeah he's, so he's like he's like the one thing I've been I've been trying to testing him out in my list and man I I was looking so I I thought I had a great idea I thought I was wondering if you could ogre bodyguard him but you can't so <laughs> that that would have been the dream that would have been the dream have Marbo and an ogre just popping up and around the field but no you can't do that sadly so oh that was the other thing uh like I said in the chat but. I just so I was listening to something. And someone was like, "Yeah, the free CP you get from uh, Lord Solar." I was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh, god damn it!" Like I've been playing, I've been playing like the last two months without that CP. And yeah, I've you're been, playing guard of fucking free state. Yeah, just so you can use that CP that you can get. Well, it, it makes me go back because I I tried out the Bane Hammer, and part of my <laughs> issue with the Bane Hammer is like, man, I just need I just need a little bit more CP to run that thing. But my problem with the Bane Hammer though is like I like the eight heavy flamers on it. That does, yeah. does that does nothing in fucking Dark Angels, so I was like, it's probably not a good idea because there's there's multiple Dark Angel people already signed up. Yeah. Well, drop Marbro and fucking just add all those fucking last cans to it. It'll be fun. Marbo Marbo can kill. Uh, I played against Cam and he had a Custodes list with a Jokero in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so I he was using it to block out his backfield, so I came in and fucking killed the monkey. 
So. <laughs> Call him Peter, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, monkey. Yeah. That's so dumb. Dude, I can't I can't tell you the last time I've seen Jacaro on the table. That's kind of funny. So yes. Does he have the actual model? I don't know. I don't no. think it was the actual model. Motherfucker uh, does not have the actual model, dude. Yeah. I, I didn't Nobody look too does. close at it. So. Dude, that actual model for that's kind of cool. So. It is. It is. He's like a 20-point yeah. little dude you can throw on your list for a... Well, he used to be like an Avalaskan shot, too. Do they still have he, that? He's got like a yeah. strength 8 shot, but yeah. I don't think it's like one shot, 24-inch range or something. Yeah, it's like, it was like a short last cannon. Yep. So, stupid I thought monkeys. those all went the way of the dodo with the fucking like the voidsman shit like that. You couldn't use those anymore. Oh no, they fixed them. Uh, you can use them. Yeah, there's just not a lot of reason to use them. So, uh, okay, yeah. It's yeah. Just a few weeks points. ago, they did like a stealth update on all that shit. I thought. The... Yeah, they put a. I think it was on the website or somewhere. They put out the all the Inquisition or the agents of the Imperium type shit book. So. They made assassins a little bit cheaper and stuff like that. I did notice that, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Not yeah, not enough to change anything. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Well, I think we've gotten through uh, a lot of the cool shit. What's been happening? Uh, I guess we got this weekend. I don't think there's anything going on this weekend, is there? Not that I'm. We have an RTT in town. A little RTT. Yeah. You playing? Uh, I think I'm first on the wait list because I wasn't going to play, and then I wanted to try out. Uh, I just want to play on that. We've been we've been testing the player place terrain as like based on Battlefield Edge, but okay. free, free State is not doing that. Free State's like like hard cut down the middles, which with their terrain makes it like kind of better for melee armies of how that works. So. We're gonna. I wanted to see how that plays out. Yeah. Well, let's uh let's run down the top ten and uh, run down teams, and then we'll GTFO. So, and remember, there's still there's there's a lot of season left, so these these will shake up. They might change, but uh, as of right now, for singles competition, Lord Marshall, number ten is uh, John Indelicate. Number nine is Ethan Holt. Number eight is Jason Merton. Number seven is Chris Campbell. Number six, my boy, Howard Watts, rocking the Ultramarines. Uh, oh, number, I know. Number five, my teammate, Mark Newson. Good job, Mark. Uh, number four, David Clark. Number three, Nicholas Rupel. Number two, Peyton boys. Look at, uh, look at Peyton, man. And uh, number one, Brent Simon. So, uh, like I said, there's still some time for shakeup. I think Dan can catch Brett by the end of the season. Yeah, Brent's obviously. Brett, better than Dan. I, if I do well at free state, I'm going to be past him. <laughs> so, but you're not going. Uh, you got to go through me first, bitch. That's yeah. it. Scott already said he's going to beat you around five. That's right. right. And it, that's where I was like looking at. If I was like going only to go to events for points, I would just skip. I would just skip everything until until a show me and monkey. So, because that's okay. That's, the see the see well those those bigger events are going to be where the where the points are at. yeah those are where the points are at so I might need to talk to Matt and Duncan this year and be like bro I need to play one of these guys so you suck <laughs> fuck you Scott uh, <laughs> team rankings uh, number five the Flying Monkeys number four Warhammer Anonymous 
Number three, the Gateway Gamers. Number two, Frozen North Gaming. And number one, the Hogs of War. Man, Hogs coming in hot this year. That shit so, will change. It will. They got some good players, though. A good group of guys. I was going to say, what? I was, I was about to be like, what have the Frozen North guys even done? And it's literally, uh, they've just been doing their events in their town, it looks like. <laughs> yeah. I, don't think I've, I don't think I've seen any of those guys since, like, shit. I think Tyler was going to come uh, down. Midmo. Ty- Tyler's coming to Free State, but wh- wh- who is at Midmo? Not, them- la- la- last year was Kelling, right? Kelling him? No, or did he not? No, he wasn't there. I, yeah. I don't think I've seen those guys since like Monkey. And hell, even then, I- Ben wasn't at Monkey, was he? No. So, I guess I saw, I saw a couple of those guys at the GW event, but I've not, I've yeah. not seen them. That's why I was like, I was like, how are they in second? But yeah, you know, they just been doing their Minnesota stuff. Looks like. Yeah, I guess we got limited to like you know one per state now. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Not limited one per state today. <laughs> um, I, uh, this weekend there's two RTTs: Fantasy Books and Games in uh, O'Fallon, Illinois, and the Outlanders March RTT in uh, Omaha. And then uh, on the 11th in Sherwood, Ar- Arkansas, is a Road Trader tournament. Uh, TSE 40k event in Spring Springdale, Arkansas. Man, Arkansas is getting some events going. Uh, the Geekery also has an RTT on March 11th. So there's a, there's a few RTTs coming up. I'm trying to see if there's any GTs other than Free State in March. There's not. So now the next GT after Free State is Perils. Yeah. So 18th, 19th of March, Free State GT. Uh, there's still tickets going. So uh, get them. Um, I also need to get some other events. I'll try and get them in the intro. Some people have asked me to shout out their events that aren't Lord Marshall. Uh, one of those being the, the Battle of the Barn. Uh, it's a it's a team event practice for the uh, for the I think what's the Kansas City U.S. Open event. So yeah. And then uh, there was also a night tournament that was going to be in honor of David Komen, which uh, was a local well not local kind of local guy that we lost a few months ago. So they were going to run an event in his uh, his honor. So. I will get that information to try and get it on the intro to the podcast. But in the meantime, you should be caught up with all the standings of the Lord Marshal. And uh, yeah. we'll go around the horn and then go get out of here. So, Scott, last words tonight, man. What you got? Just tell your homies you love them, man. Absolutely. What you said earlier. Yep. Dan, what you got? Uh, just, it looks like maybe I get Bug Eater on the Lord Marshal schedule. But Bug Eater 40K, if people don't know, move to the like the 24th. Uh, 25th weekend of June. That way it's my not, birthday. Yeah, there you go. That way it's not interfering with the KC event. Um, nice. And then, yeah, it looks like like Holton, Holton, uh, Free State GT, and Perils both have some space left still. So, yeah, yeah sign, up. Support, uh, sign up. Support those GTs. Like I said, uh, uh, you know, Free State's always a lot of fun. There's a good crew at Free State, and yeah, uh, Perils should be a good time. So, steak dinner if you beat Dan. Steak dinner if you beat Dan. So, and uh, my final words. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You fuck you. I didn't buy your dinner. Dan beats his own meat. So, <laughs> yeah, that's your goddamn sure. Yeah. And the second Scott's, Scott's words, man. Uh, losing buddy sucks. Uh, you know, tell, swallow your pride. You know, bend those fences. Uh, tell some people you love them. And uh, it's, uh, you know, one day you won't be able to, and then you wish you could have. So I just... Uh, Tired of losing people, but uh, I think we can appreciate those that we have in the meantime. 
I love you all, and we'll see you guys next week. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>